Happy Friday, folks, and welcome to another episode of When the Hammer Drops. I am your host, Layak. Well, like I said on the last episode that I did, this, there's going to be a part two to it. So here's part two. There's some stuff I left out in part one, which I'm sure, you know, probably left a lot of people uh, just wondering what, you know, wh where was I going with this? Because my, to be 100% honest with you, my mind with this whole thing and the amount of research I've done it has gone, it's going a million miles a minute. I'm not going to lie. Um, but the first thing I want to touch base on today is this, okay, what's going on in Ukraine right now? All right, so we still got the war that's going on over there. And this is all going to feed into food shortages and all that. So the war started, what, back in February, March? And by March is when... Uh, good old President Biden started saying, you know, there's going to be world, you know, there's going to be food shortages and all this and that. Um, but before I get into that, my question to you is, is how is it that Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff or whatever the hell his name is, you know, all these Democrats are making their way over to Kiev during a war? Is that really smart? Number one. Number two, how is it that they're there? I, I just I just don't understand it. Maybe uh, if you have a better answer for that question, do me a favor. Email me at whenthehammerdrops.com. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the website. Email me at when the hammer drops at gmail.com. Let me know what your take on this because I would really like to know why the third, the highest official, third highest official in our government is going into a war zone when big bad Russia is just attacking the shit out of Ukraine. But you look at some of the pictures and it's, yeah, it's just, it blows my mind. So I'm going to just leave that part at that. Um, but another real quick note is, I guess Pelosi is starting to get sick of Biden, according to news reports. She, I mean, for her drunk ass to get annoyed with Biden, that, wow, you know, Biden must be really messing up. But, you know, hey, it, like I said, it's not, it's not even funny anymore to take jabs at Biden because we all know that the guy, he's just not competent to do his job. Hell, he's not even doing his job. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so, but moving forward. So, Biden said in March about all this food shortages that are that's going to be happening because the grain, um, Ukraine is like one of the number one leading, the export for them is grains and sunflower oil and stuff like that and seeds. So, with that being said, they're, you know, Biden, it's like they tell you what's going to happen. Okay, and a lot of people don't seem to understand this, is when they when they sat there and said, when Biden sat there and, and he said that there's going to be food shortages, he's literally telling you what they're going to do. They're, he's giving you the game plan. Okay, now I want you to look at this. As soon as he said that, all over the world, food processing plants are going up in, you know, in flames. Planes are just falling out of the sky, crashing into these food processing um, plants. And everything's just burning up. Is it a coincidence? I don't think so. 
because if you really look at the ones that are been the ones that have been burnt down, they are like really high on the supply chain. They supply the world. Um, there was one in Ireland that burnt up that supplies a good chunk of Europe and the UK that just went up. You know, in the United States, I believe there are 20 food processing plants that have gone up in flames. Canada has two, and all of these are very big and huge on the supply chain. Not only that, but then you have companies like Union Pacific that um, are refusing because of so-called labor shortages to haul any more like fertilizer and stuff like that from some of the leading manufacturers in the United States to get to the farmers, to be able to plant, to be able to grow our crops. You see what's going on? I hope you do. Um, I mean, and this is all stuff, obviously you're bought and paid for state media here, you know, Fox and uh, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, all of them. They're not going to report this yet because they're saving it. Okay. Just like the, Roe versus Wade um, leak. Everything happens for a reason. I hope you, I hope my listeners have started to realize that when something happens, it just doesn't happen by chance. There's no coincidence to it. That leak happened, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Come in June, when it's official, you can count on riots. You can count on protests. You, I mean, there's already threats on these justices' lives because of this. I mean, that's ridiculous. I get it, pro-life, my body, my choice, but okay, my question, now here's another question. My body, my choice, well, that should go for the jab too then, right? It's my body, it's my choice. If I don't want the fucking jab, why should I get it? You know? (laughs) That's kind of how I look at it. You want to be able to give up your baby because it's not a, a girl or because it might have... Down syndrome or something like that. So you want to just abort the baby instead of giving the baby a chance. Okay, well, fine then. Then you can't tell me to get a shot. Sounds fair, right? So just with everything that's going on. So Biden gave you the playbook, right? So he's telling you that there's going to be food shortages. It's not going to happen right away. But by, I would have to say, because we had a good crop season last, this past year. So... But this year, we're not going to have a good crop season because nothing's going to be, we're not going to have that much stuff planted because we don't have the fertilizer. Because now Russia, who's one of their leading exports of fertilizer, they're not going to send that to the United States because, one, we're not going to pay in ruble. And two, well, it's the United States. And, well, with them, with our government officials trying to swing their dick, so to speak, and get involved in stuff that doesn't pertain to us, but... It has a bigger picture with this whole, uh, you know, what they are doing with the Great Awakening. You know, it's, you know, and that's why Russia is not going to send it to us. You know, Russia already cut off Germany. I believe I I read that they cut off Germany for, or maybe it might have been Poland, one of the two from natural gas because they didn't pay in ruble. You don't think they're not going to continue doing that? Pretty soon, all of... Europe that depends on Russia for natural gas is going to be really screwed come this winter, <laughs> this next winter. But, you know, i not sitting here saying I'm pro-Putin, because I'm not. 
I'm not saying I'm pro-Ukraine because I sure as hell ain't. Because the stuff that I've researched and the stuff that I've seen and know about Ukraine, I can never support them. You know, they're the number one leading, one of the most leading spots in the, all the world for child trafficking, for human trafficking. I mean, they're just as bad. I mean, not, uh, I won't say they're just as bad as the CCP because the CCP is, they're horrible. Like those motherfuckers will literally come to your house just because you spit the wrong direction, take you, and for torture, they're going to pull out your organs and sell them on the black market. That's what the CCP does. Now, Ukraine hasn't done that yet, but the president of Ukraine did throw the person that ran against him in jail. So, I mean, that's a little fucked up. But, <laughs> again, what are you going to do? Um, so, you, you're starting to see what the game plan is here. Um, then, while everybody's worried about, you know, again, about Elon Musk buying Twitter and now, it's just said that now that's being held up a little bit because somebody in Florida is challenging that and wanting to sue Twitter and Elon Musk, whatever. But with what's going on with Elon and doing that, it's overshadowing a lot of other things. One major thing that's overshadowing is Bill Gates and his buying of lots of farmland. Um, Jeff Bezos doing the same thing. You know, again... Why, why are they buying up all this farmland? Well, there's talks about vertical farming. Now, I'm sure a lot of my listeners probably don't know what that is. I'm still researching that, so I'm not going to get too much into vertical farming. But from what I understand, it's vertical farming is a would be a great thing because everything obviously grows vertically. And you can have these big farms in cities, which can, you know, obviously... The sky's the limit at that point if you can farm vertically. So, I mean, it's a great thing, but in the hands of our government officials and those that want to, you know, tweak things, it's a horrible thing, which is what these people want to do. So, you know, I mean, this is just stuff. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I, I, I really, really hope I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm going to be that far off. You know, I'm. Uh, let's mark it right now. This is what, May 6th? So I'm going to call it right now by June, July. By July, mid-July, we're going to start seeing the riots and all that stuff because of the Roe, versus, Roe v. Wade. Um, because we are coming up to midterms. Remember that. We got midterms and the Democrats know they're going to lose. So with them knowing they're going to lose, they got to well, what the hell are we going to do? And here we go. It's their playbook. So we got this. Next, by I would have to say by winter time, that's right around the election time is when we're going to start seeing you know, less and less stuff in the stores because the food shortages are really going to start taking hold and things are going to start getting crazy then because less people are going to be focused on the election and more people are going to be focused on well, how am I going to feed my family? Um, and I have to say, uh, folks, I know that it's it's not an ideal thing, and we're in a battle right now with what's going on, but we cannot lose sight on what is important. Yes, food is important, but if we lose sight and give that inch and forget about what they're doing, 
they're going to pull the wool over our eyes. I mean, hell, they're already pledging $40 more billion or whatever the hell, you know, Nancy Pelosi is promising this money to Ukraine. We're, we're, now we're just printing money just to print money. What do you think is going to happen? We, <laughs> we've already learned from the pandemic that all that free money that they gave us is inflation now. I mean, where I'm at, it's almost $5 a gallon for gas. I'm sure people in California that are paying upwards of 7 $8 a gallon, you know, so on and so forth. You know, and now natural gas therms are going up. I think just in, since 2021, therms for Northern Illinois, the therm price from NICOR gas has doubled. You know, so now where last year I was, I think we were paying, uh, let me say, say $70, $80 to use gas. And we don't use that much heat. We usually try to keep it as cool as possible because, you know, we that's just, you know, an added expense, you know, and that gets expensive after a while. Well, now it's like, you know, you can keep it as low as you want. And your gas bill is going to be about $300. It's already happened in Chicago with people's gas. They've already done it. I've I've known people in Chicago that are paying three four hundred dollars a month for their house to heat their house. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And then they got gas prices six bucks plus. You know, it's like how do they expect us to live? I don't think they really do. They want us to depend on them. And this is all falling into the great you know that that whole great awakening or whatever the great i'm sorry not the great awakening the great reset so with the great reset they want everybody to depend on the government so now the reason why i'm telling you this is because what i want you to do is pay attention to what you see and what you read on the news and stuff like that because they're going to tell you the playbook you know when they said that you know there's going to be chemical weapons used in ukraine this and that or whatever yeah, they're telling you that eventually that's going to happen, you know? <laughs> so just, you know, be smart about it. Do the research. There's so much, th- so many things out there, you know? And which brings me into the next thing, you know, you have, and I'm not going to touch too much on this. I think I'm going to do this one for um a different episode so I can really get into it. But you know, and this falls in the loop with, you know, what's going on. Um, it's, you know, I want you to follow me here. It's like, it's the domino pieces that are going into place. Okay. And the dominoes affect, we're coming up to this next piece, which is, oops, sorry about that. Which is going to be, um, I want you to remember the names BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street Financial. These three companies, mostly BlackRock, pretty much run the country. They own everything. Now, they own the most stake in Tesla. They own the most stake in Facebook, Google, Microsoft, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, I can keep going here. So, and like I've always said, you got to follow the money. Well, and the reason why I bring up BlackRock is because BlackRock they they have ties with Obama, Biden, and as much as I hate to say it, as much as you don't probably want to hear it, they also have ties with Trump. 
from when the pandemic started because they turned to BlackRock to help figure out the financial situation that was happening because of the pandemic and borrowed the Federal Reserve money. (laughs) You see where I'm going with this? So, I mean, Trump is... Did he do good for the United States? Did he do good for us? Yes. He ran it like a business. Is he a clean, squeaky fellow? No. Not by a long shot. You know, he's not clean. I mean, let's face it. No politician is clean. Um, so, I mean, and I'm not trying to bash on Trump. I'd rather have Trump in office right now than anybody because I think Trump would do better. I don't think we'd be seeing what we're seeing right now if Trump was in office. I think it would be delayed, but inevitably what's happening is gonna was going to happen whether Trump's in office or Biden's in office or, God forbid, Hillary's in office. This was going to happen. Um, so Trump's not the savior. Um, uh, you know, so, I mean, what's in motion? Unfortunately, there's no stopping it, I don't think. And I truly hope I'm wrong about that. I really hope that, you know, at some point this does stop because, you know, this is, I mean, this has got to be hurting more and more people. I mean, I know for me, I look at the gas prices and it's like, you know, I don't really need to go places, you know, vacation. Screw that. Why am I going to pay X amount of dollars to fill up my car to, go on vacation and say, I want to go up to Minnesota and it's an eight hour drive. Now I got to fill up X amount of times to get up there. And well, now I'm paying what about another six, $700 for a trip. And it's like, well, screw that. I can save that money. And you know, you see where I'm going, but it's not only with that because when I want you guys to remember this, when gas goes up, so do all the other goods, because what do you think trucking company is going to do? Truckers, are paying thousands of dollars to fill up their trucks. Now, that's going to equate to higher costs to move the materials, which will equate at higher costs at the store. And then on the back end, it's going to equate also to higher costs to make. So it's just going to keep going up because of this. And, you know... I live in Illinois, okay, and good old Pritzker, his theory of making it easier on us is to freeze the tax, gas tax that he put in place, but not take away the gas tax that doubled, what, two years ago? You know, I mean, you go right over the border to Wisconsin, you literally pay 50 cents less in gas because you're in Wisconsin. And they don't have those bullshit taxes like we do here. Our property taxes are going through the roof with costs that, you know, really don't concern half the citizens of the town. You know, I look at it like this. I believe in education, in school. I don't believe in colleges because I think colleges are just crock of shit. And they want you to spend all this money for these you know, you got to take your math. You got to take this. And that has nothing to do with what you want to do for a living. So why do you need to take it? It's it's a scam in my opinion. But our tax, our property tax money goes to this bullshit. 
Well, I'm going to look at, I'm going to, let me put it to you like this. I don't have kids that go to school. Okay. So one, if you don't have kids going to school, why the hell should you have to pay taxes to the school for teacher salaries? Now, I know there's going to be some people that are not going to like that. But, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, I don't have kids that go to the school district. You know, I I have no problems paying for taxes on roads and stuff like that, which we pay for through gas taxes and taxes at the stores and all that crap. Why the hell do I need to pay for teachers that don't even want to teach our kids the, you know, the right way? You know, that want to groom our children. So why the hell should I have to pay for that? Shouldn't have to. Neither should you. You know, and then you got other areas that their taxes are going up as well. And some areas that don't even have schools. And it's like taxes are just doubling and it's to pay for all this crap that has nothing to do with us. But, you know, I can sit here and tell my blue in the face and, you know, keep going over this. And I know I've kind of jumped off the subject, but I mean, it all in honesty ties together, you know, because we're not out of the woods. We're not going to be out of the woods for some time. Unfortunately, I would love to be able to say that we would be, but we're not. I mean, let's just be realistic. Biden is basically, you know, let me put it. Okay. Now there's a lot of talk about Biden not being at the white house. Well, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why Biden doesn't go to the White House because now he doesn't have to disclose who is who he's talking to, who's coming to his house and all that stuff. That's why he spends a lot of time at his house. And that's why he, a lot of people go to his house for meetings and stuff like that. Where do you think they had the meeting with all the heads of your local media? Which, by the way, the good old financial company Blackstone owns a good chunk of. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, not Blackstone, BlackRock. Sorry, I get they. There's another Blackstone that's involved with them as well. So I mean, that's just the research I've been doing. So you got BlackRock that owns the media, okay? So if they want to get something through, you know, they can. Now I mentioned these three companies because they're just it's just the tip of the iceberg, you know. Then you get Big Pharma, you know, Big Pharma they dictate a lot of shit, but BlackRock also owns probably most shares of Pfizer, Moderna. You see where I'm going with this? Do the research, folks. If you don't, I don't want you to believe me, okay? I mean, I don't want to sound like that, but I don't, let me, let me rephrase that. I don't expect you to believe me. What I expect you to do is to hop onto Google, type it in, look it up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Look it up for yourself and you'll see. Everything that I am telling you. Now, I'm going to dive deeper into those companies at a later date. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of companies that they're tied to. And in all honesty, I think they're kind of one of the, one of the, they're kind of pulling the strings on a lot of shit, especially with, you know, your Facebook and your social media because they own a lot of the social media. They own the most stock, you know, Facebook. Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that shit. So they're a big player. And again, keep them in the back of your head. BlackRock, Vanguard, and 
State Street Financial because, you know, most people know who Vanguard is because a lot of our 401ks, unfortunately, go through them. Um, So we're basically funding these companies. Uh, If you bank at any bank, uh, you get a loan from a bank, you're essentially funding these companies. And there's no way around it unless you, you know, go to a, you know, online banking or something like that. Then you might be able to get around it. But unfortunately, we're going to continue to fund these companies and they're, they're not the best companies. I hate to say it like that, but they're not. So now we've covered, you know, with Elon Musk, I, I want to get onto him real quick in that subject because it seems like lately when, and in my opinion, when you start to see people attacking a certain thing and they're all starting to get on the same page, that maybe that there's some that there's some truth behind of what's going on. So I would like to believe on what the actions are happening right now and everybody trying to team up against Elon about buying Twitter and what he wants to do with keeping free speech alive, even though he's a socialist. I I would like to believe that is true Uh, because, you know, when you have, uh, you know, your politicians and your celebrities and, you know, your reporters, and they're all on the same page about the same thing. And it's, you know, that has to make you wonder because they're never on the same page. And when everybody's on the same page like this, that has to be, there has to be some truth. So with that, I would like to say that I honestly, I would like, I got to say that maybe Elon, maybe he's a white coat. Maybe he's, he's, uh, you know, definitely wants to keep freedom of speech. And I truly, truly hope that that's what it is. And I'm hoping that it's not a ploy to, you know, undermine true social and just tank that. And then, you know, because that's the biggest rival now is you got true social because let's face it, Facebook's kind of dying out. So you got true social and a lot of people have gone over to true social. So that's going to, the two competitors are going to be Twitter and true social, especially when the elections come. So I really hope that that's not what is trying to happen with, you know, Twitter, you know, and Musk wanting to kill true social. I don't see it happening because now with true social, they're moved over to the servers for rumble. Uh, So, and I think that's a great thing. So, I mean, let's see how this plans out. You know, it, it seems like the more and more people that are starting to try to attack Elon for what he's trying to do is leading me to believe that Elon is on this the side uh, the good fight so to speak so let's you know fingers crossed for that you know I truly hope that that's what's happening but I am still concerned about his ties with the CCP that's never going to change but you know speaking of the CCP I just got to say one real quick thing off topic I got to give it up to Sony for basically telling the CCP to shove it up their ass and not changing a damn thing about the Spider-Man movie. Bravo, Sony. I know you're probably not going to hear this, but I think everybody here needs to support Sony for doing that because the CCP, they try to put their forks in you and just grind you down and make you do things that you don't want to do, and Sony stood up to them. Congratulations, Sony. Got to give you props. So... (laughs) <laughs> see like I told you guys there's a lot going on 
you know, and I know I, I, I talk like I want to get out of talking about politics all the time and all that stuff. But, you know, let's face it, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to. But, <laughs> yeah, there's one thing I also want, you know, back to the Roe versus Wade. Now, I'm not a Christian. All right. I'm I'm a pagan. I'm a Norse pagan. Those are my beliefs. I don't care what any of my listeners believe in. You can believe in God, Hindu, whatever you want. I don't care. You know, freedom of religion. That's the greatest thing about the U.S., you know, America, you know, is that you have the freedom to choose what religion you want to practice. But my question is, is why is it the Catholic Church so quiet about this, about abortion and all that stuff? Why are they so quiet on it? They haven't said anything. I thought, you know, Catholics and all that stuff are against abortion. So why haven't they spoken up yet in favor of Roe v. Wade, you know, the potential of it being overturned? And then my other question about Roe v. Wade is, what is going on with Biden and Pelosi? They're all like, they're, it's like they're saying that, that you know, because of this, there's gonna, it's going to be an attack on relationships with, you know, like me, like it's essentially like, like a man and a woman or interracial relationships are going to have problems now because of Roe versus Wade going to be overturned. How does that have anything to do with abortion? It has nothing to do with it. But notice them doing that. They're trying to put that twist on it to take you to take off what's actually happening. So don't be fooled. Okay, please don't be fooled. And for my Illinois listeners, which I know I have uh, quite a few of, I want you to, this November, you need to get out and vote. And don't, and don't fall for this Richard Irving bullshit. The guy has voted Democrat the last 10 elections. The guy is buddy-buddy with Pritzker. He, he, he sides with Pritzker on a lot of shit. And you have this billionaire just giving him millions of dollars for, for his election. You know, for, his, for all this crap. Okay? So, but you got to trust me on this one. Irving, if you look at Aurora, crime rate's high, uh, just everything. If you know, This guy is a horrible mayor. And he's going to be a horrible governor if for some reason he even gets close. But the reason why they're doing this is because they don't want somebody like Bailey getting in office or Rabine to win either. Because those two guys, if either one of those guys got in, I don't care which one it is, honestly. But if either one gets in, it's they're going to make a change in Illinois. But I, you can also count on that when the election's over and one of those two win, you can count on our you know, the House and Senate of Illinois to basically do the same thing to them that they did to Rauner, you know, and then it's just a snowball effect. You know, they're just going to snowball it, but whatever. You don't want Irving. Irving's a rhino. He does not mean a damn thing he says, and that's just that. The guy, (laughs) 
Yeah, don't vote for him. Um, and don't forget, when when it comes time for elections, and I, I'm going to go over this again later, it all starts locally. You got to, it starts with your judges. Get those judges, especially in McHenry County, that the judges that are letting pedophiles off with lesser time than those who have been arrested for, you know, selling marijuana. They give, you know, if you get arrested for drugs, you get a lot of time. But if you get arrested for pedophile, for being a pedophile, you get a slap on the wrist in 180 days in, you know, county lockup. Because, um, you know, that's just the way it is. So with that said, just remember voting starts locally. And we need to change it locally before and get the disease out and then eventually hopefully it will progress up the ladder to dc so let's just we gotta you know just do that (laughs) trust me focus on that don't believe everything that they're telling in the media especially mainstream media find a secondary media to start looking at go on to telegram there's lots of information out there that is truthful and biased and will tell you exactly how it is and tell you the truth, you know, and not lie to you like WGN, Fox, NBC, ABC, all those other jokes. So I know I went kind of all over the place today, but I want to thank each and every one of you for listening and subscribing to the podcast. And remember, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe, rate me, rate the show, share the show. That all helps out, help get the show out there to more people. And until the next time, folks, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon.